Devi Mahatmya Parayan. We'll be continuing the third episode, which is meditation on Mahasaraswati. Today we will be doing chapter ten and eleven. Very good morning, Jai Shri Krishna Guru. Thank you for joining the Devi Mahatmya Parayan. Wishing you all a very happy Navratri. Today marks a very auspicious day, which is the Sapt uh, Saptami. Tomorrow is Ashtami and Navmi. So the last three days is very very crucial and important to all of us. So let us. invoke this devi within us and destroy all the demons om shri gurubhyo namah om shri ganeshaya namah om shri saraswataya namah om shri gurudattatrey namah om shri mahalakshmi namah gurur brahma gurur vishnu gurur devo maheshwarah gurur sakshat para brahma tasmay shri guruve namah wielding in her lotus hands the bell trident plowshare conch pestle discus bow and arrow her luster is like that of a moon shining in autumn sky she is born from the body of gauri and is the sustaining base of the three worlds that mahasaraswati i worship here who destroyed shumba and other asuras so let us begin today chapter 10 the sage said seeing his brother nishumba who was to him as his own life killed and his forces being slain shumba furious spoke these words so do you remember who's rishumba we read it's called the pride within us the false pride who thinks no end of oneself and most importantly this false pride is also aligned to or you can relate it to someone who has taken away or taken all the possession from another being in a self conceited or a deceitful manner or you go and use your strength that is shumba represents the again the strength which is used against evil doings what what does not rightfully belong to you you go and take that or you go and follow a unrighteous ways to acquire something so anything that is done on the basis of adharma is unrighteous actions and that evil doings is never going to give you any success in life and you can't retain that position which has come in a wrongful manner to you either you have snatched that you have done some you know we say you know you rig the system or you have an understanding so that you want to win anything which is not done following the path of dharma you cannot retain it in your world please make it very clear this to yourself never go against the dharma always follow the path of dharma destroying the adharmic and evil tendencies even within ourselves even the thought shouldn't arise if somebody entices you you know look why don't you do this for me i will pay you so much money but if that action is an illegal thing anything that is illegal which is not conforming to the dharma you should never go on that path at all never never don't entertain even the thought please remember even if you in, even if you are in the worst situation never do anything that is adharmic the god is there to take care of you nothing shall befall the devotees of the lord even the goddess says the same thing those who have taken in refuge of me i will protect them personally there will be no dearth of wealth you know good health whatever that is required for your sustenance everything shall be provided but you take refuge in me don't do anything adharmic that is very important anything that is against the dharma if you go on that path then you're gone away so god is never going to be on your side and you will never win in this world yeah you might have that victory which is going to come to you because of your karma but that is only a short term in life 
and most important what happens is that you have incurred i can't even explain unfathomable amount of karmic you know you've gotten into a karmic binding there's too much of sins you have incurred which cannot even be fathomed and then you have sanctioned yourself you know the cycle of birth and death to eternity so don't do any such thing this is a warning i you can it's not a warning i'm giving it's a warning which always is mentioned in all the scriptures you know they they say that the same thing in different different ways but a human being doesn't want to listen you know why because we have let all these demons conquer the triple world head to toe is been conquered by this evil propensities the demonic tendencies that is what is conquered within us so you have to use these weapons and invoke the different you know goddesses within us the shakti the power to overcome this that is what devi mahatmyam is all about so let us continue so this false pride is killed by the devi so what happens to shumba who's the strength you know who wants to use that strength in in doing wrong doings seeing his brother nishumba who was to him as his own life killed and his forces being slain shumba furious spoke these words o durga wicked and proud of your strength do not be haughty you fight depending on the strength of others and yet you boast of yourself your self respect so he's trying to you know provoke her telling oh look you are doing this you know that that happens you know when you get very infuriated you want to say all the bad things possible and imagine how the shumba and nishumba called her first they told their asuras you know drag that woman woman they used not goddess by her hair please remember this is the world of kali yuga kali has to rise you are that kali you are the devi mahatmyam you have to rise don't let anybody treat you in any bad manner please remember if a man i'm i'm emphasizing because this is the asuric tendencies which exist even in the material world the way a woman is being looked at oh you are in you know they don't want to give women the rightfully her position but you don't have to wait as a woman nobody is required to give you any position you have to go take your position that which is rightfully yours nobody can say that a woman shouldn't come up but today that is the world we are in a man has ruled as for many 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 years and yet he thinks it is still a woman you know it is still his world and he doesn't want to let the woman come though we are talking about you know women's empowerment what is this women's empowerment all about it's a very abused word forget about even that we're talking about diversity and inclusion where is diversity i don't see any diversity we are still in that age where we are fighting to get our position we don't have to fight it is yours rightfully you just have to go take it this is exactly what my krishna guruji teaches and that comes with the power of knowledge and your ability to demonstrate who you truly are you don't have to prove anything to anybody in the world you are capable that is the first conviction you need to have just because somebody says certain things doesn't mean that you become that you know you are you becoming incapable or you are not you know you don't have the ability to do something no don't give yourself any negatives understand your strength understand all these weapons are within you you are far capable than what you can believe to be so it is you who has to be convinced and it is you who has to empower yourself nobody can talk about women's empowerment all all those kind of concepts you know that's very it feels very funny to me because why should somebody give an empowerment from outside why should they focus on women's empowerment why not a man's empowerment and no we we say the man has been ruling for so many years but are they really empowered no they are also not empowered they 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 do whatever comes to 
them, you know, and they think it's rightfully their position. They are not being empowered to understand how to respect a woman. So that is the biggest empowerment that need, they needs to be given. So please understand what is your purpose of life and kindly do that. Don't deter, don't deter away just because some naysayers exist in this world. They are going to say it should not affect you like this Devi Ma. She's not getting disturbed by what Shumba and Nishumba is calling her or they are talking about her in a derogatory manner. That too, she's the Devi. Please remember, at the end of the day, the truth is always going to win and the Devi is going to win. No evil tendencies can win or sustain for too long. It can only prevail for a certain point in time. The God and the divine beings are always on the path of dharma. They will always be on the side of dharma alone. Like in Bhagavad Gita, Lord Sri Krishna is only there on Arjuna. He is on the side of Arjuna. That is on the side of Pandavas, not on the side of Kauravas. So this is the truth you need to understand. And having this understanding, you just have to do what has to be done. And you... the the end result. See, winning is what you have to plan for. But whether you're going to win or fail, again, that is not in your hands. So don't even bother about it. But show that strength, that grit, that determination. Yes, I can do. That is what you have to understand that this Devi is you. You have all these Astas Shastras, all the weapons within yourself. Use that to rise above. Let this Navaratri be the period. This last three days, you know, that is we said how auspicious it is. Let us use this remaining three days to conquer these demons, win over ourselves and go and do something that we truly aspire to do in our world. So, O Durga, wicked and proud of your strength, do not be haughty. You fight depending on the strength of others and yet you boast of your self-esteem, self-respect. The goddess said, in this world, I, the one alone exist. Who is the second person other than myself? Look, wicked one, these manifestations of mine enter into myself. She is a goddess. How can the demon even compare or try to talk bad about her? She is Devi. So yes, she has that power in her. And that is what she is saying. I alone exist in this world. Who is the second person other than myself? Look, wicked one. She is calling him wicked one. These manifestations... So these manifestations of mine enter into myself. So imagine all these Navdurgas are coming from her only. The Shakti. So imagine all those Shaktis are within you. Who do you want to invoke? They are always there at your, you know, at your service. They are always there. But you have to have the devotion. You have to believe in yourself. And you have to follow the path of righteousness alone. Only then can you understand this power, the Shakti, and they will work with you in your world. Then, all those Devis headed by Brahmani got merged in the body of the Goddess. Then the mother alone was there. The Goddess said, I, by my manifold manifestations, stood here in many forms. These are now withdrawn by me. Alone I stand. Be steadfast in the battle, the sage said. Then started the battle between them both, the goddess and Shumba, striking terror in the witnessing Asuras and all the gods. With showers of arrows, the sharp weapons, and with terrific missiles, there arose again a combat between them, fearful to the world, whole world. What all divine missiles the mother discharged in hundreds, the lord of the Asura, broke them all with nullifying weapons. 
see they always have a counter weapon you know if the mother you know you have the weapons that you think you are strong enough that even the demons have powerful weapons so the combat is going on till the point you win you have to win that is what it is all about you have to destroy this evil the demons it's a very very important aspect but unfortunately today we don't work that way because we we show our weakness and the moment you bring in your weakness the demon already you know they they conquer you the triple world they take, even they all the gods are then adhering to the demons then only the evil tendencies work within you please remember i'm emphasizing this and repeating the same thing again and again because you need to understand what not to do never allow the demons to take over yourself yourself within that's very important you have to always be aware of what is happening your thoughts everything that is why my guruji teaches you know only when you have a pure heart a pure mind purif you know purification of heart purification of mind and surrender unto the lotus feet of the guru when that happens only then can you evolve on the path of spirituality otherwise these demons are always going to haunt you you know and they are going to be you know ruling your world and there is no place for god gods are then adhering to the demons that is what you make them of so it is you who has to rise above the demons are doing their job perfectly well if they are not there then how will the devi you know the world will know the power of the devi it will not know so demons are perfect in their place but you are the one who has to rise above and what all divine missiles were heard by him the great goddess broke them all playfully with a fierce grunts and the like then thus that asura covered the goddess with hundreds of arrows angry at this the goddess too broke his bow with her arrows his bow broken the lord of asuras got hold of the lance the goddess broke the goddess broke that also in his hand with a discus then the supreme sovereign of the asuras wielding a sword and shield figuring 100 moons rushed at the goddess as he was rushing forward chandika with sharp arrows released from her bow broke his sword as well as his shield spotless like the sun rays she felled his horses and the chariot with the charioteer then his horse killed his bow broken and his charioteer missing tasura seized the terrible club trying to kill the goddess she cut into pieces with her sharp arrows his club as he rushed towards her even then he leaped at her with speed lifting his fist the eminent asura brought his fist down on the heart of the goddess and the goddess slapped him in the chest with her palm smitten by the blow of her palm he fell on the ground and just imagine the kind of different different weapons they are trying to use what is the tell you that you know the demons are constantly trying to come up with different different weapons so that the god can always be adhering to them so within us what happens see yesterday we did a very beautiful uh, lesson about an asura called drakta beach so when the one when the devi you know killed him, sorry when the devi shot him one drop of blood from his body created the same might of another asura so what happened so the asuras kept being born again and again in the sense with one blood just a one drop of blood and streams when the when the, when the blood from his body you know flowed to so many asuras in thousands of numbers came to life then what happens that within you know this one even thought is going to give you so many more you know going to give you 
it's going to give you rise to hundreds and thousands of evil thoughts which means your entire being is filled with that negative thoughts alone evil doing so imagine where is the control over your mind you have lost it and then you are exactly going to do what the demons want you to do that is what the demonic tendencies within us that evil doing why do people do that you know you might question you know why do people why should you do some wrong doings or evil doings when you understand that is not right but who is conquering them who has conquered them and who is guiding them it's this asuras so they become the lord of the triple world and they will always guide you on doing all the wrong doings that is why this fight is so important and please remember the kind of weapons they are using they are actually fighting you know equally with this devi in all full strength which means how much of strength you have to put a lot more effort than the asura himself right to overcome the evil the goodness has to be so strong the goodness has to you know literally pour from every it has to ooze from every pore of your being that is why my krishna guruji will always teach us be your good self show love be compassionate this is what the divine qualities are when you live that then no asura can you know can touch you but you have to be vigilant always you have to be observing you have to be aware because sometimes it's very easy to slip and fall the demonic qualities you don't know when it can come forth remember these demons don't die they have they can be brought alive again so we have to always be vigilant we have to be aware and be very conscious about our actions so always think good do good and see good hear good that's why we don't speak bad also we don't have to let the world be what they want to this is exactly what my krishna guruji says please remember this lesson is easy said than done so what is more important practice and that is why in bhagavad gita lord shri krishna says that you have to he tells arjuna arjuna you have to strive strive to to practice the yoga of equanimity and you be self controlled that is what he says let others do whatever they are doing because this knowledge is not imparted to everybody it is coming to arjuna and here this devi mahatmyam if you are listening this knowledge is coming to you so you have to make use of that knowledge and do something about it in your own life nobody else can come and you know give that empowerment or nobody else can do it for you you alone have to lift your bow and arrow and shoot please remember so you have to fight this demons you are the devi so it is your battle it is not somebody else's battle so let us continue thus thrown the wicked asura reaching the ground jumped up with speed raising his fist with the desire of slaying chandika then the goddess seeing the lord of all the asura folk advancing towards her felt him on the earth piercing him in the chest with her spear pierced by the spear point of the goddess he fell to the ground lifeless shaking the whole earth along with oceans islands and mountains when that wicked one was slain everything became clear and propitious the world got its original state back again and the sky became spotless what does it mean the world got this is see these are all very powerful words they are saying something the world got its original state back again and the sky became spotless what does it mean you have attained the purity of your mind and heart the triple world within 
is now become original state you come back to that state of goodness that divinity the divine state that is what we talked about the world got its original state see please remember all the scriptures of codices they they can only be you know uncovered the secret the codices can only be revealed by the divine lord himself this body is just a tool the words are of the devi's wisdom my krishna guruji's wisdom i don't have the knowledge so whatever the words are coming it's the divine wisdom alone so please understand the world got its original state back again so imagine you have been fighting the demons within you you know have you ever seen when you're very upset angry your you don't have the purity of heart your heart it reflects on your face you'll be gloomy like my krishna guruji will always say your face looks like you have drank a castoil <laughs> you know we are just you know there's no smile on our face you you feel something is lost something is missing there's something darkness that's there it's you know it's engulfing you you can't even smile there is no sweetness you we, we just live in a numb state sometimes and sometimes we are seething in that bitterness anger venom whatever the kind of things are and it reflects on your face you can't see that you know the satvikness you know when you are full of goodness at heart your your face will glow it will be beautiful and when there is love you it you exude that love that state you know so you make the environment very positive there is a lot of love that you exude so whoever comes in contact with you will also experience that love goodness and everything but if you are in that state which is all you know negativity evil you know bad thoughts nobody can even come near you nobody will want to come near you that is what happens i've seen i've grew i have also grew up in some of these kind of conditions and many people i'm sure you know in your family in your surrounding we experience this when somebody is going through some situations they have that sad feeling they have like oh i am hurt or some negativity that they have but that goodness is very rare it's only short lived you know why because we allow this demon to rule us constantly we don't make an effort and to always be in the state of goodness that is why in bhagavad gita lord shri krishna has explained you have to be at least in sattva guna sattva guna is the mode of goodness alone so when you are all the time practicing goodness it has a it is a practice see because it's easy to say bad things is easy to fall down it's easy to become negative it's easy to become evil but to become divine and godly is very difficult so you have to strive really hard please understand and that is why the goodness has to be practiced you, you can't say oh i am good once no you have to practice that goodness you need to be respectful you have to speak you know in a polite manner you have to consciously practice when you get angry you know we say things that we sometimes don't mean and sometimes the two things that happen when you're angry either you say things that you don't mean and or you say things that is kept in your heart which is coming out two things happens when you're in anger mode right and then we once you spill the beans then you can't take it away right the ones of milk is spilled you can't then take the milk back again so whatever you say you have to watch yeah we sometimes we can you know you have to seek pardon we have to apologize we we say a lot of things it happens but you can't keep repeating that so what is very important you have to control control and overcome that tendency of yours and most important use the same anger to conquer win yourself in this world and not for destroying any beautiful relationship or not you know 
becoming an impediment to yourself and the world. So use that anger to win. See, anger is a weapon, but it has to be channelized appropriately. So don't say things when you're angry because then you're going to repent in your life that it happens. Ask me about it. Sometimes that, like I said, two things happen. Once when, when you're angry, you say things that you don't mean at all. And second thing is you say things that is bottled up. And those things definitely are not the truth. So understanding what is the truth is very important. And that is why you have to always clarify understand don't assume don't let your mind jump to conclusions and my krishna guruji will always say never judge another person and always give benefit of doubt and these are the weapons when we practice these things you know we are not going to get angry we're not going to judge anybody then we can only see god in everyone we our goodness will reflect in the world so it is when you love the world the world will love you back but we are not even expecting and then loving. See, love has to be unconditional. You will have to do your job selflessly. It is a selfless action. That is what Lord Sri Krishna says. How do you perform a selfless action without, you know, being attached to the fruit of that action? End result, whether I'm going to win or fail, doesn't matter. You just do your job. You know, understand work is worship. You're serving the Lord. You're not serving anybody else. When you serve the Lord, you are doing his purpose in this world. And most important, service to humankind is service to God. So we are here to, you know, do selfless action, which is what is our Swadharma, following the path of Dharma. So coming back, the world got its original state back again and the sky became spotless. It's like then your water, what is happening? Your heart is purified. Your mind is clear. You become spotless once again. And this is when you can have the God being established with you. The oneness with God can be experienced. And in this state is when you do everything in love. You don't do because you. it is a job that you are doing. You do everything in with love. This is what Lord Sri Krishna teaches. You know, in that, in that equanimity of mind, in that oneness with the Divine Lord, when you serve Him with love, you are only doing the job, you know, you are doing it, it becomes like, a, uh, how do I explain it? It's very difficult to put it in words. It's doing everything in love, but you're just sleepwalking everything. It's just happening. You know, you're like that robot who's just performing those tasks, not being attached to anything. That's the beautiful state to be in because you're always in love. Then nothing matters. You melt, you know, you melt within this love. And this love is very unique. It's not a human love. It's not the way you can say, you know, I love my mother because she is my mother. I love my girlfriend because it's my girlfriend. And the girlfriends can change, you know. <laughs> like you should change your shirts, the girlfriends and boyfriends can change. No, that's not what it is. Or I love someone because it is, uh, they belong to me. I love my husband. I love my wife because they are mine. I love my children. No. Here the love is unconditional. It's a universal love. It's a transcendental love. That is why we say the highest form of love for Lord Sri Krishna is to attaining the prema. It's called the Raganuga Bhakti. It's beyond. You have to transcend the mind, body, senses and the maya. Go beyond. You have to leave everything, the knowledge, the goodness, everything you have to leave and then go beyond. And to attain that state is the highest that you can ever aspire on the path of bhakti. That is being in that state. And when you are in that state, you do everything that comes, that just comes to you naturally. 
whatever is there in your world you will continue doing you are not going to be bothered about pleasure or pain you are just lost in that oneness and it's a very beautiful state and that is that's a bhav that's the highest form of bhakti and that cannot be understood with a human body right yeah you have to use the human body but transcend that it's not experienced through the senses or with the senses or using the mind mind is not the medium here but in the material world it is all about senses it is about lust it's all about senses mind and the body you're using these aspects to experience and that is that love comes to an end but in this in the transcendental love for lord shri krishna or any divine being i am saying krishna because that is who i love the most he is my ultimate but in your case you can call him anything you can call him shiva you can call him any name you want you know but the highest is lord shri krishna and in that when you love him you just melt in the sense there is no conditions there it's not a culmination in that love the love grows deeper and deeper and deeper but in the material worldly love the love doesn't grow it actually deteriorates the love is highest and then it keeps reducing as you go along that is a huge difference between material worldly love and spiritual love the love in the divine world the bhakti is a very profound word it's very funny that some time back i was talking to some person about my experiences and sharing about what is this eightfold path of devotion we say ashtabhav it's mentioned in shrimad bhagavatam or narad bhakti sutra you know you can go and look look up for it and in that it is mentioned how you experience this different forms of love to the divine if you want to go on the path of devotion okay and it's it was given an example right you can love lord shri krishna like ashoda maya who loved lord you know as her own son as a child like radha rani loved him as his beloved likewise everybody you know somebody loves him as his best friend so these are different bhavs so i was just sharing that look for me my krishna is my everything of everything i love him in every aspect i experience him in all aspects of this devotion but the person who is not even having an understanding tries to take that to associate that love in a material world how can you associate that love in material world can you you know love somebody unconditionally in the material it is all about conditions it's not never unconditional only the love for the divine lord is unconditional and you cannot compare a material worldly love with a transcendental love a love for the divine being because then you are you are making the god and the human being cross that's not what it is so even who is this demon giving you the wrong understanding within you that's also this evil tendency that there is another demon which is about ignorance right so if you don't have a knowledge never assume things first you need to find out what it is it's not such a it's not an easy thing and when you don't know please don't open your mouth you are not only having your own wrong understanding you are also influencing another person with a wrong understanding see one blind man you know teaching another blind man or one ignorant being is teaching another ignorant being what can they teach so don't go into that you go to the right person that is the guru or a master and ask him the question don't have your own judgment and please remember the bhakti can only come when you evolve on that path and it has to come by the divine himself that grace and he has to be you have to get initiated on that path not otherwise you can't just experience bhakti 
Yeah, you have to be devoted. See, that's the first is you have to have the devotion. Devotion is something we always show with the God. But to actually evolve on the path of bhakti, you need your guru to get you initiated. He has to initiate you. Till the time you are not initiated, you can never evolve on that path. And to evolve, he is going to prescribe you certain sadhana. He'll ask you to do certain things and you have to practice and then only evolve. Not otherwise. Please remember to go inwards. You know, there are seven doors which has to open for you. And then only you go into the main shrine. That is where you will realize that the, the God lives within you. That is how you attain devotion. It's not such an easy thing like how people just understand it. So don't jump to conclusion trying to compare a transcendental, a divine love to a material worldly love. And you know, the person then assumed that if he has a person, like a girlfriend or a boyfriend, then only they can experience. How can you? Because there, it's about an attachment. It is about a passion. It is about saying, I need to, there's a culmination of an act. But in the, in the world of spirituality, there is nothing. The love grows and grows and grows and grows, like Mirabai. She just took the beautiful murti of Lord Shri Krishna and said, this is my husband. And she lived her entire life singing the most beautiful Meera Bhajan. That is the highest form of devotion. And she learned under her guru, you know, Raidas, who was, a, you know, he was working in a tannery. And he used to sit, she used to sit there and learn. She's a princess. That's the kind of Learning, you have to go. The journey in bhakti is beautiful. And it's you. I can't even explain, okay? I can't even adequately explain because you have to walk that path. And that path is very profound. And that path can only be opened up by the divine Lord who has manifested in the form of a guru. And only when you meet this guru and the guru, you know, assesses your deservability. And once you are ready for it, then only he opens up that path for you and gives you that knowledge which will then evolve you on that path. And also it depends on yourself how much effort you put and how you evolve there. It's two ways. It doesn't just come like that. It's a self-effort. So, so please don't compare anything in the material world to a divine. The divinity is very beautiful. Don't contaminate with your dirty mind, that evil mind that you have. Please overcome this mind of yours. Sorry for taking a little longer because you need to understand how these demons and evil work within us. So let us continue. So the world, I was trying to explain this to you all. The world got its original state back again. The sky became spotless. This is what happens when all the demonic propensities, qualities is destroyed within us. We become pure. The portents of clouds with meteors, which appeared previously, vanished and the rivers flowed in their courses after his fall. As he was killed, all the hosts of gods were filled with delight in their minds and the Gandharva sang sweetly. Some played on musical instruments and the baby of Apsara girls danced. The winds blew favorably and the sun became resplendent. So here ends the 10th of Devi Mahatmyam in Markandeya Purana during the period of Savarni, the Manu. Let us continue with chapter 11. The sage said, When the great lord of the Asuras was killed by the goddess, the gods with Indra, headed by Agni, lorded Katyayani, illuminating the quarters with their moon-like faces, cheerful on account of the fulfillment of their desire. O Devi, O remover of the distress of those who take refuge in thee. Please be pleased 
May thou be gracious. O mother of the entire world, be pleased. O sovereign of the universe, protect the universe. O Devi, thou art the sovereign of the mobile and the immobile. Thou alone art the sole support and basis of the world. Because thou standest in the form of the vast earth. O thou, whose valor cannot be challenged, the thirst of all, this is quenched by thee, who standest in the form of water. Vishnu Shakti, thou art of infinite valor, the seed of the universe, thou art the supreme Maya. O Devi, all this is charmed and deluded by thee. If thou art gracious, thou becomes the cause of liberation on the earth itself. See, grace is required. For the, she becomes the cause of the liberation on the earth itself. So what does that mean? That tells you, you need to have a human body so that you can attain your God-realization or self-realization. That is one of the highest purpose of the human existence. The second most purpose is to serve the purpose of your Swadharma. That is the following the path of Dharma, which means you are serving the purpose of the Divine Lord. O Devi, in the world, all ways of knowledge are tied different paths and all women are thee in entirety. Oh my God, I'm going to read this again. O Devi, in the world, all ways of knowledge are tied, are tied different paths and all women are thee in entirety. This world is filled by thee, the sole mother. Thou art the supreme fit to be lauded. Thou, all, thou art also the supreme lord. So, what Lord can we make? Even the praise is her. So, what can you praise the praise herself? That is the greatness of who she is. The Goddess has become all. She gives enjoyment and liberation. When thou art lauded thus, what more potent words can be for thy praise? O thou, who standest in the form of intelligence in the heart of every person, giver of heaven and liberation, Devi, Narayani, salutations be to thee. O thou, who grantest this evolution in the form of Kala Kasta, the force left even after the cessation of the universe, Narayani, salutations to thee. O the auspiciousness in all that is auspicious. O the good, the accomplisher of all objects. O adept in giving refuge, the mother of the triple world, Lady Immaculate Gauri, Narayani, salutation be to thee. O thou who becomes the force behind creation, preservation and destruction. O eternal one, O resort to the gunas, that is purusha. O the makeup of gunas, prakriti, narayani, salutations be to thee. O thou, resolve to protect the weak and the distressed who take refuge in thee. O the remover of sufferings of everything, devi, narayani, salutations be to thee. O Narayani, seated in the chariot, yoked two swans, bearing the form of Brahmani and sprinkling the waters with kusa grass, Devi, salutations be to thee. O Narayani, in the form of Maheshwari, wearer of the trident, moon and the snake, mounted on the great bull, salutations be to thee. O Narayani, appearing in the form of Kaumari, O wielder of the great lance, O pure one, surrounded by the cock and the peacock, salutations be to thee. O Narayani, in the form of Vaishnavi, be gracious. O wielder of superb weapons, conch, discus, mace and the bow saranga, 
salutations be to thee o narayani in the form of the great boar o thou who lifted up the earth with thy tusk wielder of the great fierce wheel o auspiciousness salutations be to thee o narayani who in the terrible form of narasimha is engaged in killing the asuras and affording constant protection to the three worlds salutations be to thee o narayani indra's force o thou with the crown the great thunderbolt and thousand eyes resplendent vritras life taker salutations be to thee o narayani in the form of shivaduti o the vanquisher of the great armies of the asuras o of terrible form and tremendous noise salutations be to thee o narayani o chamunda the smasher of munda o thou with the garland of heads as ornaments o thou of terrific teeth and mouth salutations be to thee o narayani o prosperity modesty great knowledge faith nourishment self sustenance constancy o the great night o the great delusion salutations be to thee o narayani o the intellect united with god all flowing knowledge o the best o the white sattva the twani rajas the dark tamas o the fixed principle beyond the triad of gunas o sovereign be pleased salutations to thee o the form of all the master of all o thou accompanied by all the forces devi protect us from fear o devi durga salutations be to thee may this thy lovely face adorned with eyes goddess from all beings o katyayani salutations be to thee may the trident sharp edged flaming terribly destroyer of the asuras in entirety protect us from terror o auspicious kali salutations be to thee o devi may that bell which filling the world with its sound destroys the prowess of the asuras protect us from evil as a living being protects its child its children o chandika may thy sword smeared with the mire of blood and marrow of the asuras resplendent in thy hand be for our good we bow down to thee if please thou destroyest all disease if angry thou destroyest all the desires longed for no calamity befalls the men who depend on thee those who depend on thee and resort to thee become a heaven of refuge who else can do this this slaughter that has been done by thee now of the great asuras the haters of dharma dharma by making the form manifold into very many forms who else except thee in is said in the paths of knowledge in the science in the in those original statements the lamps of discrimination yet in the blindest darkest abyss of minus thou throwest this universe and makes it whirl actually there are very profound words this is something we are already learning in bhagavad gita so please join my bhagavad gita satsangs and you will learn a lot about this which is already been explained minus minus what does the divine lord teach to destroy that i me myself everything is about ego arrogance lust greed desires tendencies devi mahatmyam is also the same thing this devi is none other than the lord krishna himself it is krishna kali it is him his own manifestations durga so like i said it's an active and a passive principle so remember 
each one has emanated from her. It is a manifold manifestations of the Divine Mother. And what is the gods are doing? They are praising her in that form and telling the kind of power she wields. The same manifestations exist within us. So never discount this body. You know, this body is a temple. It is the abode of the divine. You know, keep it pure. How do you keep the temple shrine? Same way, you have to treat this body also. The heart is that inner shrine where the divine divinity rests within us. But if you are not going to take care, if you are not going to make this a place of temple, then you will make this a place of, you know, the evil where the demons rule. So it's a choice that you have. Who do you want to be? Understanding this truth, you have to become that Devi Mahatmyam. Where there are demons, serpents with dreadful poison, where there are foes, troops of robbers, where there are there is wildfire in the midst of the sea, there thou standest and save this universe. Thou art the sovereign of the universe. Thou protects the universe, the soul of the universe. Thou upholdest and sustains here the universe. Thou art worthy to be adored even by the Lord of the universe. The whole universe takes refuge in those who bow to thee in devotion. What is it saying? Something very profound. The whole universe takes refuge in those who bow to thee in devotion. It's a very, very powerful one what is being said. O Devi, be gracious just as thou haste now immediately. Saved us by killing the Asuras likewise. Always save us from the fear of the foe. Please subdue the sins of all the worlds and the great calamities that are produced by the maturing of evil portents. What is what are the gods praising of? They are telling, please subdue the sins of all the worlds. They are seeking because we are all doing so many sins. Why? Because and the great calamities that are produced by the maturing of evil portents. So who is making this evil portents mature? We do that. We give birth to it because we are letting the evil rule rise above the demons. So we should not do that. That is why we have to always think good, do good, see good, hear good and speak good alone. Don't say anything evil. Be gracious to those who bow to thee. O Devi, destroyer of the distress of the universe, O thou worthy of praise by the inhabitants of the three worlds, grant what is best to all the worlds. See, that's a very beautiful praise, you know. What are they saying? Grant what is best to all the worlds. What does it mean? Don't go with a begging bowl for desires. The Devi, the goddess knows what is the best to you and she will bestow that which is good for you. All the three worlds, not just you alone, one person. She does good to everybody. What is best to all the worlds? Grant what is best to all the worlds. The goddess said, O host of gods, I shall grant the boon, whatever boon you desire by the mind. Choose that I shall give for the benefit of the world. See, the gods always do everything which is benefit for the world, not for individual, you know, satisfying your own selfish desires. Whenever there is a, a dharma happening, the divine manifestation happens to establish dharma. Dharma established not for just one person, but for the entire world. It's about grant what that is best for all the worlds. And now she also says, choose that I shall give for the benefit of the world. So when you ask, you're not asking for yourself alone. You're always asking for the goodness of this world so that the world can benefit, not just you. O sovereign of all, just like this, thou shouldst accomplish the destruction of our foes. 
the appeasement of all the afflictions of three worlds. The goddess said, in the time of Vaivas, Vaivasvata Manu, when the 20th, 28th Yuga comes, two great Asuras, Shumba and Nishumba will be born. Born in the womb of Eshoda, growing in the house of Nanda Gopa, I shall then destroy them, taking the abode in the Vindhya mountain. Again, I shall descend on earth in the most terrible form and shall slay the Asura, Vaiprachittas. When I eat up those great Asuras, Vaiprachittas, my teeth will become as red as the pomegranate flower. Then the goddess in heaven and the men in the mortal world, when praising, shall always speak of me as Raktadantika, the goddess with red colored teeth. Again, when for hundred years there will be no water on account of rains, praised by the sages, I shall come into being on earth without being born in a womb. See, remember, the divine beings always manifest. They are not born through a womb like a normal human being. They manifest. That is what she's teaching. She's, she's saying what all forms and when she is going to be manifest. And here it is said very beautifully. She's coming born in the womb of Yashoda, growing in the house of Nanda Gopa. I shall, I shall then destroy them, taking abode in the Bindya mountain. She's saying who she is. Then I shall look at the sages with a hundred eyes. Then the offspring of Manu shall extol me as Satakshi. O gods, then till the rains come, I shall fill and nourish the entire world with life-sustaining vegetables produced out of my own body. What is she talking about? Produced out of her body. What is this body? It's Mother Earth. We need to revere and respect which we don't. Then I shall get renowned in the world as Shakambari. There itself, I shall slay a great Asura named Durgama. Durgama. Then I shall get the famous name of Goddess Durga. Again, when for the sake of protecting the sages, I shall take a terrific form in the mountain Himalayas and devour the demons, then all the sages with their bodies bent in salutation will be extolling me. Then my name will become famous as Goddess Bhima. When in the three worlds, one Aruna will be creating great havoc. I shall take the form of a cluster consisting of innumerable beasts and shall slay the great Asura for the benefit of the three worlds. Then everywhere people will lord me as a Brahmari. Thus, whenever there shall be oppression arising out of the Asuras, I shall descend and accomplish the destruction of the host. This is what the Devi tells the gods after they praised and lauded her. With this, here ends the 11th of Devi Mahatmyam in Markandeya Purana during the period of Savarni, the Manu. I hope you have understood the greatness of this Devi and please, again and again, I am reminding you, this Devi is nobody outside of us. It is within us. Please invoke this Devi. You know, rise in your world. Destroy all the evil tendencies, evil thoughts, you know, all the evil things that is existing within us and make this beautiful Triple world conquered by that great goddess and not the demons. With that, we come to an end. Today's Devi Mahatmyam Parayan. See you all tomorrow. Once again, a very happy Navratri.
ओम श्री महागणपते नम ओम श्री गुरुदेव दत्त ओम श्री सचिदानंद सद्गुरु साईनाथ महाराज की जय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय दिगंबरा दिगंबरा श्रीपाद वल्लभ दिगंबरा ओम श्री कृष्ण गुरुनाथनाथ श्री गुरुवे नम ओम देवी दुर्गाय नम ओम श्री कृष्णार्पणम नमस्तु कृष्णम वंदे जगद्गुरु